This week we talk about a cool restaurant, a manatee encounter, and what's opening back up in Florida as things start to get back to normal. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome back, everybody. Another fun-filled week. Yeah. Of Florida stuff to do. Yes. Um, so I thought this week we yeah. could kind of do a, um, I guess we're kind of coming up on the mid-year. It's almost June 1st. That's crazy. I know. I feel like it was just Christmas. Like, I feel like it was just Christmas. Yeah, it wasn't. And <laughs> six months ago, I know. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't. I just time flies. Time's man. flying way too fast. It really is. So I thought because it's almost the mid year, um, we could kind of take an inventory on uh, where we're at right now. Yeah. With the state, the okay. state, the state, the state, the state, and the state of things with COVID. The state of the state. And uh, see what's kind of coming up down the pike a little bit. Yeah. What we have to look forward to coming up soon, and um, yeah, and what's it, been in the news? What's been in the news, and hope to get back to normal a little bit. So, yeah, before we do that, I think you wanted to kind of talk about some of the stuff we've been doing this yeah. weekend. We didn't do anything wild this weekend, um, but no, because you know we do wild stuff every weekend. <laughs> we're every such, weekend, we're such wild and crazy people. I had a fun weekend. I did too. Um, we did. We we had a weekend apart. Well, we did things. We didn't do the same thing. I took one of the kids on the kayak. Well, we. I, I think we hung out on Sunday. We did. What did we do on Sunday? Did we go to the pool? Yeah, we just hung out the pool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so want to review the pool, the neighborhood pool? No. <laughs> so on Saturday, this had been planned. <laughs> this we, we talked a little bit about this earlier the in the week that. I had planned this um, outing with my girlfriends uh, like a couple months ago. Like the last time we went out as just a, for a girl's night. Um, like we'll go out and get drinks every once in a while, you know, at like local restaurants or whatever. But the last time we went out and actually like did something, um, we went to Topgolf. And it's funny that it's become like the, the, the wife place to go. Oh really? Like, among all my buddies, men don't go there. No, I've never only I've never gone with my group. It's only been with like you and the kids. What's funny is you have some real avid golfers in your friend group, and that's too. I think why they don't want to go because the avid golfers, from yeah, what I, it's kind more of, for the like the. I feel the like folks they, that are not. It's for people like me who don't actually really golf, right? It, and or you know, I'm good with top golf and mini golf, but the friends of mine who are like really into golf. Are kind of like oh, they don't, they don't want to play um, Angry Birds golf. They don't want to <laughs> play Angry Birds golf. They want to play real golf. Right, right. That makes for me, sense. real golf is disc golf. I call real golf stick golf. For the record. <laughs> Yikes. Um, do you remember when we came up with that? Yeah, yeah, I do. That was up in Georgia with your cousin. 
Um, so anyway, so during that top golf visit, which was a couple months ago, we all decided, oh, we need to go ahead and plan our next girls like outing, um, something different, something like that we haven't done before. And I say something we haven't done before. I have done this before, but several of the people in our girls group hadn't done this before. So we decided to go to, um, the Oxford exchange for brunch. I hadn't, I haven't ever been there for brunch, a Sunday brunch, but I've been there many times for lunches or whatever for work. And if you don't know what the Oxford Exchange is, it's a restaurant in downtown Tampa, right across from the the University of Tampa, which is, you know, like across the river from the down, from the downtown area. And it's, it's very much a... How can I say this? I've heard it described as very bougie. It is very bougie. And I've heard it described by that as somebody who um, would probably be into bougie stuff. Yeah. But they said it in like, a that place is too bougie for me. And Oh, it's too bougie for someone who's bougie? Yeah. Wow. I've only been there one time. I was in the neighborhood. I went in there for a coffee. Okay. And it's- How was the coffee? It was good. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really remember. I mean, I remember being fine. Okay. Um- for me, now I don't know. I've never really been there to eat. So it's I, not I'm, really your scene. I'm, it not wasn't my scene. It no. felt I felt a little too. Um, it's still not your scene, right? Yeah, it, it uh, felt a little a little a very C and B scene kind of a place. It felt like the kind of place where, you know, Instagram kids hang out so that they can take a picture and say, "Look where I went." That's yeah. what I got. That that's the vibe I got from Oxford Exchange. Now I know it's very well loved. It's very well regarded. If you go on. Yelp or mm-hmm. travel yep. sites, whatever. It's really highly, people love that place. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, I would, I would, I think bougie is a very appropriate adjective to describe the Oxford exchange. Almost pretentious. Uh, yeah. I, it's, it's very see and be seen. Um, you know, you go there to like, you definitely run into people that, you know, it's like a, uh, but it's more, I wouldn't associate it as like a, um, like a, I, I more associate it as a work networking kind of bougie than a, and maybe that's just because I have typically gone there for work lunches. That's what I, I know it's popular for work lunches, even popular for like job interviews. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when you walk in, you walk into basically a bookstore. Um, it, it looks like you're walking into a bookstore, not a restaurant. And, um, is it a bookstore or is it just kind of have like it a, is li- a bookstore? Did they sell books there? Yes. I didn't know if they just had like a library, you're eating lunch in a library kind of theme to it. No. So you, when you first walk in, there's a bookstore area, lots of books, really cool books. Actually, there was one that I was like, Oh, I kind of want this book. Some really, really cool books. Like the one that I really thought was cool looking was a giant hardback cover called wanderlust and it was just filled with travel photos nice it was beautiful beautiful it was also 60 dollars. okay which i mean hardback for a big hardcover like hardcover those can be a little more expensive but most of the books there were overpriced Mm -hmm. most of the things there are overpriced um so there's a bookstore when you first walk in then you and it's like a long a long area that sounds weird, but it's like, it's almost like a kind of a, like it's, it crosses the entire building and like the first part of it's a bookstore. And then you go to the next part, which is a coffee bar. 
Okay. And then the next part is like a waiting area for the restaurant and partially the restaurant. And then the next part is a gift shop and the restaurant. There's a gift shop in there? Uh-huh. Okay. And then there's a champagne bar. Jeez, this, that's this bougie. Gives, this gives you a little idea. Of the I don't bo- think I ever made bouginess. it past the call. I remember going. I everything you said. I remember. I do remember the library or bookstore. Yep. And then I remember going up to the coffee bar, and then that's it. I don't remember going past that. Right. And the champagne bar is is new. Okay. That wasn't there the last time I was there. Now, I when I say new, I haven't been there in in several years, so I don't know how new it is, but. Um, but it was it was cool. I mean, there was bartenders handing you know selling champagne, um, and there were a lot of people taking pictures, including my girlfriends. We were just amongst and putting them. them up on Instagram and yes. tagging each other and saying, yes. "Look where we went." Yeah, see, yes, that's what exactly. I know. I know it's typical for those yeah people who just can't eat without telling the world where they went. So we went for brunch. I I had made reservations a couple of months ago, um, and told Andy about it. The day before we went. Yeah. <laughs> Which was totally not on purpose. Like I, it's not like I make these plans and don't tell him and like keep it from him. I just forget. Like I just like assume that you know everything that's in my brain and you oftentimes don't. Oh, you're the, you're the world champ of telling me things at the last minute. Oh yeah. I'm, it's terrible. And I, 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 I truly admit that it's terrible and I'm sorry and I'm a horrible person. Um, and my, I don't my... mean to do it. It's not done on purpose it's not done maliciously <laughs> my favorite one is the time do you remember this when i just started a new job and like the second day of the job you told me oh my battery is dead on my car i need you to jump me and you told me this like right as i was heading out the door no i don't remember this you at remember all. this and i said good thing we've got triple a because i can't hang around i have to go oh wow you don't remember that no. you were cool you knew about it. you were like yeah i probably should have brought this up last night you know yeah. not the morning before um, yeah, I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it, again, it's not done on purpose. It really isn't. It's just that I feel like sometimes I feel like I have so much junk happening in my brain that something's got to give, you know, and a lot of it is work. Some of it's the kids, you know, just general family stuff. Um, but I, I, I actually was talking about this with someone earlier today at work saying that like, how I was he was he was telling me about his trip to DC like and I I said when did you go and he's like about 20 years ago Oh, and I'm like I went about 20 years ago and I don't remember any of my trip to DC like very little of it just snippets you know I'm like how do you remember this and he's like I don't know he's like I just remember and I said I think I really believe honestly deep in my heart that it has something to do with having kids like I feel like I remembered things better before I had kids and he's like I have kids. And I'm like, no, I mean, you didn't have kids. Like you have a child, but your wife had the kid. (laughs) I mean, there's a process of being pregnant that like you lose your memory. It just stops working. Maybe it's not that you lose your memory, but it's like your brain is spread a lot thinner across a lot more little things. So you don't remember every little detail. Possibly. I like, you know, I, I kind of, you have a great memory. I have, I take pride in remembering like weird details of lots of little things. You do. I don't remember what I had for, you know, lunch yesterday, but yeah, but I can bring up little mundane details of things that happened 15 years ago. And so that's like my excuse. Like the time that you didn't tell me about your battery being dead. (laughs) Right. That was like 10 years ago. I don't remember that at all. Um, but some things I do remember that you don't remember. Like we were talking about something the other day and you were like, you don't remember this. And I was like, I do remember this. And I remembered parts that you didn't remember. Um, but anyway, this is 
like no one cares to listen to this. So, <laughs> so let me just move on to the fact that I'm sorry that I didn't tell you that we had reservations for two months and I told you the day before. Um, but, but anyway, so I made reservations several months ago and it really paid off because when we went in there and, and, you know, walked up, they're like, Oh, yep. Your table will be ready in just a minute. They, they sat us very quickly and we got sit, we got sat right where there's like this beautiful, like, it feels like an external, um, it feels like you're outside. So it's like an atrium, you know, right. that has like, you know, almost like, like a greenhouse above you. So it's, it's all internal and it's all air conditioned, but you feel like you're outside because the sun's shining in. Um, and then there's this beautiful fountain in the middle and we were seated right at that fountain. So like, I really felt like, and I don't know if it was because we had a reservation or we just got lucky, but, um, but if you get the opportunity to try to make a reservation for Oxford exchange for their Sunday buffet, I highly recommend it because it sure worked out for us, you know? Um, but yeah, so we got seated very quickly at an amazing area and we, uh, everybody ordered like cocktails and I ordered a, um, something called, um, and it was called affogato, which is if you've ever ordered a Starbucks frappuccino affogato style, it basically means that they pour like a shot in a frappuccino. That's right? how I always used to get it. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Well, I ordered this. It was, it was, um, two, two, um, espresso shots mixed with gelato and, which at first, when I first that heard, sounds good, almost like a gelato shake. Yeah, like an ice cream, but it was like a little um, like when I first read gelato, I thought of Jello, and I was like, ew, gross, you know. But then I was like, no, gelato. We had gelato when, yeah. we, were, when we were in Italy. I know what gelato is, so I ordered that, and man, it was delicious. It was amazing. But I also had had a had had a um. A bang before I went, which I'm not an energy drink person. Like we just happen to have a bang in the house. You tend to drink energy drinks more than I do. So I had a bang that morning and then I had a two espresso And then shot you were just like, I feel avocado. great. This place is the best. I love this place. <laughs> I did. Everyone's like, Shannon just won't stop talking. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much what happened. Everyone was like, oh dear. Um, so everyone else got like these fun like uh, cocktails that had like flowers in them, like super fun stuff that are perfect for Instagram, you know? Um, and we ordered, you know, brunch. I got the, um, the, uh, French toast, which was very good. A friend got, um, grits, which not everyone likes grits, but they were amazing. She gave me a bite. It was like cheesy grits, but with like a sweet, like almost syrup on top. So it was like the savory with a little bit of the sweet. Totally amazing. Another friend got like fried avocado. Like it was like, a, supposed to be like an avocado toast thing, but the avocados were actually fried, like reminded me of like Capital Taco, like oh, the, the Mean Verde. Mean Verde taco. Yeah. Right. Fried, fried avocado kind of situation. Um, the food was great. Someone told really me the great. avocado toast is good there. And as somebody who's not an avocado toast aficionado, I was like, okay, how much different can it be? How could than, it be? Than taking yeah, it how good can it be? Well, they fry it, so okay. it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, Avocado to... toast and Instagramming, just in a CNBC scene place, those things just seem like they just naturally need to go together. Oh, absolutely. Someone else got the um, the cinnamon roll, not not for their whole thing, but they got, like got a side cinnamon roll to share with the table, and the cream cheese icing on that cinnamon roll was 
the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. Really? Amazing. You've really sold it. I need to go check amazing, it out. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I'm trying to think what else people ordered that was good. But all in all, I mean, everyone's food was really delicious. Um, one person got an, an omelet that was really good. Um, they have amazing like home fries that are more like... They're more like um, sliced potatoes that are, you know, thinly sliced. All in all, it was delicious. Then afterward, we went shopping in the bookstore and in the gift shop. Very cute, kitschy things. So all I, I, it was just really fun. We had a great time. I highly recommend it. It's definitely the kind of place that, like, you go, like, we all got a little dressed up, you know, in our in a dress and, like, wedges and, and had kind of, like, like you said, like a bougie morning. Bougie. Um, I can't see you going though. I don't see that as your kind of place. It's it's not really my jam. I've... But it is a great place to go with your girlfriends. Yeah. So, um, all you all you girly girls out there listening, the highly Oxford recommend. Exchange. Highly recommend it. Not to be confused with the Bradford Exchange. You remember who they were? No. They used to sell those collectible plates on like one eight hundred numbers that people oh. like grandma would buy oh, and wow. stick on the shelf and think like they were I gonna. Said, he has an amazing memory. Th- think guys. they were gonna raise in value like Beanie Babies. Yikes! So I went on. Uh, I took our daughter out. She's been dying to go fishing again on the kayak. We haven't had a chance to go in a little while because it's been. We missed a few weeks of of our episodes because we had our garage just full of construction junk. Yeah. While we were doing some refurbs and our kayak was just buried behind stuff so it's finally been opened up yep went out to she's been really wanting to go to um fish underneath a bridge somewhere yes so we dropped off near the gandhi bridge which is like one of the bridges that goes across tampa we, we found a boat launch called the gandhi gandhi boat ramp gandhi boat ramp easy easy enough cost five bucks to launch a boat there no matter what so even for oh, a okay. kayak you have to launch because you need to put like any car parked there you need to put a little sticker in your thing so gotcha. it's five bucks uh, don't know that I would ha- necessarily recommend it for a kayak mm-hmm. again because it's a very very busy boat um, traffic ra- area. Very yeah, very busy boat traffic area. Yeah. So we had big boats kind of coming in and going past us. We were sticking to the side. We're dealing with people's wakes kind of a lot. Yeah. It, it wasn't kayak friendly, but it was a place to go so we could get access to the to the to the uh, to the bridge. So we went over there. We paddled over the, by the bridge. We tried to throw the anchor down. Mm-hmm. Real strong currents coming through there. Like the day was fine. It wasn't windy. It wasn't wavy. But just something about being near that bridge. All of a sudden, we're dealing with these little one to two, almost three foot swells bouncing us up and down on this sit on top mm. fishing kayak. kayak. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, I don't know if I really like this area. The the, the uh, anchor was getting dragged around a little bit. Yeah. Then I said, let's pull up and go somewhere else a little bit different because i don't know if i like this area so we did we went to this kind of like this little salty lagoon this was all in salt water it's all inside the bay and we were fishing and remember we i told you about how i just have the worst luck with fishing yeah well again we struck out we caught nothing yeah i mean pretty soon we're gonna have to admit that it's not luck and it's just like a lack of skill honey (laughs) i'm not bad the fish are just bad at eating my bait (laughs) i did have a couple of bites we did have i had a fish on that jumped out of the water and spat my hook i had something else i had a big strike in the mangroves lost it but the coolest thing about the day was at one point we were just kind of paddling around and a manatee surfaced Right next to the boat. That's I mean, awesome. right there. I could have reached out and touched it if I wanted to. Well, you're not supposed to touch the manatees, but it. 
I could have if it wanted to. It was right yeah. there. It came up, stuck, cool. stuck its face out of the water. It, was it like checking you out? Like, yeah. It was it's, like, it's, what, the, what are you guys doing? Stuck its little whiskers out of the water and That's then so went cool. back under and then put its tail out right near us. Our daughter didn't see it when it stuck its face out. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, it's a manatee. And then it went back underneath. Yeah. And she's turning around looking for it. She's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. And it's right there. It is right there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she's looking right at it. And she said, I don't see it. I'm like, how could you not see it? Then I realized I'm wearing polarized sunglasses. And, and she's, she, not. she's not. I said, oh, here, take my sunglasses. I give her mine. She looks in the water and she's like, whoa, it's right there. Like, yeah. yeah. It's amazing what polarized sunglasses will do. And it hung out underneath us, swam right underneath us, just kind of chilled out for a little bit. And then it uh, disappeared. We we couldn't really get any good pictures of it, but it was it was there. It's always really cool to have a, a manatee, manatee encounter. close encounter. Yeah, it really is. It was awesome. Um, have I ever talked about the time that I was walking on Bayshore on this podcast? I don't know if you've ever mentioned on this podcast. You may have, but that's okay. Yeah, I was walking down Bayshore Boulevard. And if you don't know what Bayshore Boulevard is, it's this iconic area in Tampa that... Um, you know million dollar houses are on right on the it's water like a beautiful like seven mile is it seven miles or three and a half i miles? think it's a seven mile side oh wait a minute it might be three and a half miles in each direction yeah seven but half it's to- seven total considered Back. i don't know if it's true or not but it's considered the longest unbroken sidewalk in the world so when you're walking unbroken. along the water there's always some like caveat yeah. <laughs> to add to it but um well no unbroken like it doesn't there's no streets that cross it's three miles yeah. of just non-stop yeah i get it uh it's so- real popular for biking and rollerblading and running and stuff and i was walking on the on the um you know just out walking by myself just for exercise and look over into the bay area and i see you know the v like when like when there's an animal in the water like a duck or whatever in the water and it's it's booking it right it makes a v of water behind it right yeah so there's an animal coming like straight toward me it's like far out like maybe i don't know maybe 100 100 yards out you know uh, and it's coming my way and i'm like what is that and the I Loch Ness see, monster i see that it has like a a um like a rounded nose so i'm like you know what what is that like i couldn't figure it out like i was it's not a dolphin you know cuz that's what i was that's what i immediately thought was a dolphin right um but couldn't figure it out and then i thought is it an alligator because you know, obviously everything's all connected around Florida and alligators tend to stay in freshwater, but they have been known to, you know, venture out. I just into... saw a video of a, of a, of a alligator swimming in the surf in um, Naples or something like it was somewhere on the Gulf right. Coast. Just I think like I saw this week. Too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've been known to venture out into saltwater. They don't they're not there very often, but it's been known to happen. So I'm like, is it possibly an alligator that's just in like, you know, ventured into he got some, lost yeah ventured into some brackish water and then just kept going i don't know um yeah, it's connected to the river yeah could happen yeah absolutely um so it i'm continuing to watch it continuing to try to figure out what the heck it is and um not having any luck until it gets closer and literally this this animal is coming straight at me like i feel like it's like it sees me it's like locked eyes and it's coming right at me um and it continues to head my way until it gets close enough for me to realize it's a manatee and it comes straight to where i am at the sidewalk it's like right like the side the i mean there's you're probably what like maybe 
six feet. It's about six feet. I was six like, it's feet a, up from the like water. Like a drop off right yeah, there. Yeah, there's like, like a, a ledge. drop off. So it's like kind of a ledge. So I'm sea wall. Looking, looking over this like sea wall, seeing this manatee. And he just like is right. Like I could, if, if I could have reached down, I could have touched him. He was right, right there, you know. And he's just hung out there for the longest time. Like literally I left before he did. And I was like, I'm like looking around like, you know, people are dr- flying by on their. And you want to share that yeah. moment, I'm sure. You don't want to be. Right. Right. People are on their bikes. They're on their, like, you know, um, rollerblades, running, whatever. Finally, somebody, I don't remember if it was a girl or a guy, is walking by. And I'm like, do you see this? Like, I mean, because nobody was stopping, you know? And it wasn't the kind of thing you would see unless you kind of looked over Look, the right. ledge. I'm wondering know? how many manatees I've passed when biking. Right. 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 So, um, so they stopped and I shared it with them and then I felt like I could move on because like somebody else had experienced it. You <laughs> I've know what shared I mean? the manatee. Right. 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 But it was such a cool experience. And like, I felt like, like he saw me and he was like, I'm coming. I'm yeah. coming your way. You well, know? now that it's basically summer, they could be everywhere. They hang out in like springs and in warm water power plant discharges yep. during the winter. But they now, love the warm water. Yeah. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. So that was cool. We went fishing. That's awesome. Did not catch anything. We had some strikes. We had a really close manatee encounter, and that's, that's probably cool. better. So, and our daughter got a ton of of bug bites while you were out. Yeah, I didn't get any. There was no bugs out there. I still think that she's crazy. She's got the bites though. She's not crazy. They're everywhere on her. <laughs> didn't happen fishing. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> there wasn't any bugs out there. Um, all right. So let's uh, before we get into the second half of the show, where we're gonna talk about kind of do our 2020 and what's coming up and what's new. Uh, let's talk about a good way to support the show, and that's through our Amazon affiliate program. Yes. You can come through uh, our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com. There's a link there, and if you click through there, anything you purchase, Amazon throws us a few... Pennies? A few pennies. I never know <laughs> how to say that. Yeah. A few percentage points. Right. A couple of bucks for everything you buy. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, link there as well for anybody who's interested in there. Our Patreon, we just don't really have anything that we're offering as far as like additional content we just have a tip jar so if anybody wants to uh join our patreon for now um that's always highly appreciated too but the amazon way is is a a good uh good way that doesn't really hurt anybody because not hurt anybody but doesn't (laughs) Doesn't nobody's getting hurt it doesn't doesn't cost you any extra you're gonna do it anyway right and uh we like to call out our amazon uh, uh, purchase of the week and this one a really exciting thing yeah Someone out there purchased a set of eight quick set emergency keys for interior door locks. That's I'm going to show you this. This is those little things that you hang above your, oh, your door so you can get in. These are your nemesis. And that's why I called it out because these are my nemesis <laughs> because I would make the world's worst like lock pick, lock pick or safe cracker because I can't even operate these things correctly like, yeah so it's like those little bedroom interior bedroom doors that have a hole yeah. on one side there's like a flat there's like, key there's a you know a, a lock that you flip on one side and then on the other side there's a hole and a flat little key goes in there and you have to get the key into the little little slit and then turn it and you, and it's a feel thing like you have to feel it and, and you can do it instantly if the, if, if the door is locked and yeah, you need to get I can in get it, no problem you're in me, I'm sitting there fiddling with it like I'm, you know, yeah. if, in Ocean's Eleven trying to get in the bad in the bedroom door. <laughs> right. And You're like trying to get into the 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 vault at the Bellagio. You, give me like the the stethoscope and hold up the thing, and I still can't do it. I've gotten to the point where if you accidentally lock the bedroom door and come oh, in here, yeah. I'm just you know what? It's three o'clock in the morning. I'm knocking because I can't get through here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, thanks for picking my nemesis and. That's funny. 
making me uh, remember how incompetent I am. We should have some things. lessons. You, you need to practice that. It's like a feel thing. I just don't. You I don't have know. to feel for Can't it. Feel yeah. it in there. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, all right. So it's now almost the midpoint of 2021. It is. Uh, the CDC yep. has just said that anybody who is they kind of re revised their their thoughts on masks yep. now that a lot of people are vaccinated and they've seen that. Um, you know, people who are vaccinated, they're not catching COVID and they're right. not. Really I saw um, the vice president posted um, just a, a day or so ago that 60 percent of all Americans have received at least one shot. OK, so that's great. That's, um, that's We're on our way. More than half. Yeah. So they have said that, OK, since people who are wearing who are vaccinated, they're not really catching COVID. So if you're wearing a mask um, or sorry, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. You probably don't need to wear the mask anymore. Again, every store and business has their own right to make up their own yeah, rules. Require you to and wear we it. all should respect that. But of course um, now. So shortly after that, Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Legoland, all the major theme parks came right out and said, Based on the new CDC guidance, we're revising our mask rules, mm -hmm. which is very, very good news if you are out in a Florida theme park in the middle of the summer. Yeah, it's hot. So now they've said, you know what? No masks indoor, uh, outdoors. So you can walk around yep. freely outdoors without a mask. Um, indoors still. Vaccinated or not. Vaccinated or not, everyone needs to wear a mask indoors still. Yeah. Uh, within a ride, within a restaurant, all that. So, But at least when you're outdoors... You yeah, are, it's uh, so hot. And it's amazing how those masks can, can I mean, get to you. Like, like It's tough to wear you, one all day. Well, especially in, a, in Florida heat. Like, it can, I mean, I really think it can make the difference between, you know, overheating and just being hot as hell. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, I mean, th it makes a difference in your overall, like, because when your head gets too hot like you know that's they we down in the south here in florida which you don't think is the south um we call it bear cot i don't know why it's called bear cot, i started using you, that but when you get when you get overheated when you get like heat stroke we always called it bear cot when i was growing up um but like there's something to that with like a mask oops sorry i just hit my microphone with a mask shannon on top was of making it, the mask <laughs> i was making motion the in front of her motion. mouth and banged her mic <laughs> um but with a mask on top of that, it like it can make you feel like you can't breathe, like you're overheating. You know what I mean? And we, I mean, we were at the parks in September. Yeah. And right, right after everything was kind of reopened and our so it was hot. Pass, it uh, was it was like September is like August here. It's hot. It's it's about as hot as it. Gets. I never really felt like I had trouble like breathing or anything oh, like I that, did. but I did feel like it was just too just too much, too hot. You know, yeah. for that. The only time I ever really felt like I had trouble breathing was when I went to wash my mask because I got some schmutz on it or something. Yeah. And I went into a bathroom you washed and it. I washed, put like some soap and water and washed my mask and got it all wet and then went outside and put it back on. And then I felt like I was being waterboarded or something. <laughs> like I just had this <laughs> wet, terrible. like thing mask. just slapping on, on my, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is terrible. I had to let it dry. That's only, and I've never done that again. That was the first mistake. First time I've ever done that. Last time I've He's ever done that. He's never washed his mask again. <laughs> I've never washed my mask again. No, not at Disney World. Not at uh, Hollywood Studios on a hot day. Yeah. So I don't recommend doing that. That was the only time I've really had trouble breathing. Other than it, it felt kind of nice for a second because it was kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. But then. And then it just becomes steam and. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to be the guy with the You're nose, like the nose poking out for a minute. <laughs> 
Um, so that's that's good news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now there's no check at the door. They they have said that um, temperature checks went away. Temperature checks have gone away. There's no vaccine card check or anything like that. This is kind of an on your honor system. Yeah. If you've been vaccinated or not. I think they're not required to ask for that. They're not required. I mean, they're they're required not to ask for right. it. Right. Mean. It's kind of a. It's a, like a state rule. Um, so what I, the way I hear that is <laughs> if you are not vaccinated, um, you, this is going to be a kind of a tough time because all the rules are kind of opening up again. Crowds yeah. are going to become a thing again. No masks. Yeah. And if you're not vaccinated and you're, you're hanging vulnerable. out in a big crowd, you're more vulnerable than ever before. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, I'm there. The, the thing about the checks, well, especially because of the whole like no way to know for sure that if someone's not wearing their mask that they are vaccinated. Because I mean, theoretically, you know, especially in indoors, if you're not wearing a mask, you should be vaccinated. But there's no way to check, right? And they're not checking, right? Nobody's not just Disney World. I mean, no one like you're grocery not, stores. You're not allowed to malls, right? And I, I know I get the whole like it's part of it's I think especially for like employees, it's part of like a HIPAA thing, you know, like the you know asking about medical things, but um, but but like you said, it makes you very vulnerable if you haven't been vaccinated. Because you don't know who's telling the truth when right. they're not wearing their mask, you know? If you're vaccinated, you're kind of in the clear now. But if you're yeah. not, and you're out there hanging yeah. out big crowds of, not, of not unmasked people... Right. So it's... I mean, you're, it's you're, uh, that's your choice, but... Well, and can be, especially because, like, you cannot be vac- vaccinated and, and still wear your mask, but it's really about the other person. Right. It's not really... Like, you wearing your mask protects other people, and if someone is not wearing their mask and has not been vaccinated, they're they're you know not protecting the people around them basically right so it's it, you know it's a scary time if you're not vaccinated i would say in in my personal opinion obviously everybody has their own opinion but because we've been spending the last year sort of social distanced masks nothing's yeah. been but now when it's, everything's going to reopen at full capacity without masks and right. you're decided to leave yourself vulnerable, vulnerable like that i don't know yeah i could i good luck but, uh, you know, like <laughs> we say this, but, you know, we understand that everyone has their own views right. and that's OK. You know, um, so going uh, talk about Disney a little bit more here. Uh, Disneyland in California. I just was watching. I read I was watching um, a little bit of a video about Disney. They just did their um, earnings call with their shareholders and they lost, I want to say somewhere roughly two and a half billion with not Disney, the, the company. But the uh, parks and entertainment. So this is the parks, the hotels, yeah. the cruise ships. But probably the movies, too. Because, I mean, they haven't been able to release Mo- movies, movies, you know. Movies. Yeah, I don't know if there was a loss there. They do have about 100 million subscribers now for Disney+. Plus, Right. And I know I, I know they are making money there. But, I mean, is it is it enough to make up for a movie? For, right. I don't know, you know. So they've uh, they lost about $2.5 billion wow. uh, in 2020. The theme park yeah. operations have. Uh, and during that time, Disney has suspended all sales of Gesundheit. I thought you were about to sneeze. No. You were giving me that sneeze. They've suspended all annual pass uh, holder. Yes. So if, if you bought one before and you could you and you renewed, you were you kind can, of, you, you were able re- to renew. Yeah, you were like grandfathered in. But if you if you didn't renew, you didn't, you, you couldn't You couldn't get one. a new one. That, yeah. That's what happened to us. But Disneyland in California has said they are not bringing back annual passes for the California people. Yeah, and you said that Disneyland in California tends to be a very locals park. Like it, it's not. There's not a lot of, a lot of 
inter- international or national travel to that park. At least nowhere near as much not, as there Washington, are, at Walt but Disney not compared World. to uh, the Florida parks. So, right. so it's much more a locals park. So they it, they don't make a lot of money with their annual pass. Right. So in order to kind of make get some of that two and a half billion dollars back they've yeah. said we're not going to bring back annual passes instead they're going to replace it with a now they haven't given any details on this yet a loyalty program right uh it sounds like what they want to try to do is instead of you spend one you know put one big charge up front and you get your annual pass now yeah. they want people to keep on paying i don't know well because you know how it is when you're a member of an when you're an annual would you pay like right now mm-hmm. to go to Disneyland. Disney World or Bush Gardens one time. Just never. One, and I wouldn't. Absolutely I would not. never do it. Not as a local. No, not as a local. If they told me annual passes weren't coming back and the only way to go is to buy one ticket at $130, I probably would never go to the parks again. I yeah. mean, really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I know. I'm yeah. with you. Because, um, I mean, it's it just doesn't make sense. Like, I... Like people You've been who, there so many times already, and now you want me to charge? You want to charge me over a hundred right. bucks to go one time per person? Plus, I'm spending. Ain't mo- I'm spending money when I'm there, right? You know, um, yeah. I it wouldn't happen for me either. I agree, I, and it's not that. I, I don't know. It's not that it's not worth it. It's an amazing experience, Disney World. It is. It's an amazing experience. Now, this is Disneyland in California. We haven't heard about Florida right. yet. They've said they're not like, bringing Angel Pass. If we go back. to Disneyland. In California, which we do not live there, we would buy the we one. We would time buy thing. a one-time yep. thing, absolutely, because we don't live there. We would spend the money to get the experience, absolutely, but we're not going to do it all the time. Right, we're going to do it maybe once. It's a vacation thing. You right. spend money, right, that and, you wouldn't normally have. And the kind of money people spend when they come to Walt Disney World, with the hotels, with the food, with the ticket prices. It's thousands and thousands of dollars that they're spending in a week. Right, you know. I'm just thinking I could go to Europe for that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, well, you say that as a local who's been there a million times, but if you are somebody from a different state, I get it. I Disney do. World is like the place you've been dying to go forever. And I get it once. Yeah. But I wouldn't spend thousands of dollars to come every year, which is what some people do. You know what I mean? Right. You, there's, a th- there's lots of other places to go. Yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, but. And I love Disney, you know. I don't ever get tired of going as an annual oh, pass I holder. Either. I still love it, but it'll be interesting to see how this goes because if they're if they are banking on the fact that they're going to get enough international travel or I don't know about international, but just oh. tourism dollars coming in, yeah, and then telling the locals to go pound sand and only buy a one time ticket or whatever this loyalty, loyalty program, program is, is, who knows? Which I can't help but think about. Ready Player I was One. I going to say the Loyalty Center. The Loyalty Center is in Ready Player One. If you've never seen that movie, highly recommend it. That's an excellent movie. Um, but it just sounds, everything with loyalty now, like, sounds so, like, has such a negative connotation. You know you, what you I mean? You pay off your ticket by they lock you in a room yeah, inside of Space yeah, Mountain and you've yeah. got to, all, all late clean fee, the... All late fees will be assessed. Clean and, the trains. Yeah. Um, um, so, I don't... I. Disney World here in Florida gets a heck of a lot more tourism yeah, dollars. Yeah, national and international. I mean, there's a lot of locals that go. We yeah, go. There are. A lot of locals that have, but it's a lot more. They're a lot more dependent on international travel because it's considered like a world destination as opposed to right. the, the, the California but, park. But I mean, in that same argument, though, they could very easily just say, okay, no more annual pass holders. Yeah, we're not seeing enough money from you guys. Because you're not that important to us. That's possible. You know? And they'll do something like that here. 
So yeah, I mean, it, it, it could happen. It could happen. I hope it doesn't, but it, it do- could happen. It's that's it's just something to think that it's on the radar that that's been put out there. Well, and didn't you say that we people just got an email recently that made it seem like they might be opening up annual passes? Yeah, that was Walt the Disney next. World that again? was the next thing I was going to bring up. So while Disney World in Florida hasn't said they're not bringing annual passes back, they have sent out an email to all their current members, and I've. Maybe past members. I don't know if we got the email or not. We didn't. But it said that uh, going forward, when you buy an annual pass, they're not going to give you a free Magic Band anymore. Uh, That you have to either, there's an app you can use or you have to buy the Magic Band. And I've seen... Kind of a cheapskate move because it's, how much can that little piece of plastic cost them? Oh, I'm sure it costs them a lot when you think about how many people... Oh, how many... How many they're buying? Yeah. Times... How many people are coming into the parks? The um, good point. Yeah, yeah, that's a heck of a that's a heck of a price tag, and it's always been like a really great perk. It's probably like five bucks per person, but divided by or times however many thousands of oh, annual I'm pass sure holders. Oh, it's way there less are. than five dollars per person. Like we pay ten dollars for one, but I'm sure it costs them for like ninety cents. But when you multiply that times ten thousand a right, day, right. you know, um, but. But I just saw, and they've probably been doing this for a long time, but I just saw it recently that um, you can now use your Apple Watch, too, to oh, get really? it. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't so, see that. So you can scan your Apple Watch, probably the same as you can scan your, your phone, you know, okay. um, to get in. So, so you could use of, your, your watch as I, your Magic Band. Yes, exactly. I like that. That's actually kind of cool because one of the things I didn't like about the Magic Band is that I used to wear a uh, Fitbit. Watch too. Or, or yeah. F- and, and it would always, I'd put it on the the wrong wrist right. and it would always feel kind of weird. But people have speculated that this email means that they are kind of looking at bringing annual pass, passes back again. So take that with a possible grain of salt, but that sounds like uh, annual passes might be a thing again at Disney World. I hope so. I mean, I really hope so. And if they do, I kind of got them ready. To, I'm kind of ready to become an impasse holder again. Well, you said I'm you want to wait. You want to wait till f- you. Now we've been talking. We don't know for sure. We're just talking out loud on the podcast here. But maybe Universal, which is what in, we d- normally do. We normally talk out loud instead of like in our heads <laughs> in on our the heads. podcast. <laughs> I like I like to say it for the podcast. This is what we do. We're yeah, like, no, don't talk right. about it now. Uh, we thought about doing Universal though, right? Next we time? did. We and, did. And maybe in the spring after summer. Uh, we did. And Universal's great. You got to look I on love... your face like you don't want to do that. No, I do. I do. I love Universal, obviously. It's got Harry Potter. It's got the Wizarding World. I mean, that's my jam, you know. New Hagrid roller coaster, New Jurassic Park roller coaster. Yes. All those things. Yeah. That's again uh, and yeah, I want to go. I want to go. I just want I want it all. <laughs> I want I want I want passes to every place. <laughs> Uh, so CDC has also just said that it sounds like they're willing to almost give the green light to cruising again on July 1. They said they're... Okay. So it, as of July 1st, cruises might become a thing again. Um, we don't but know, not we, in Florida. We don't know about Florida yet. Right. Because as we said before, the vaccine passport thing... Is a no-go ...has here. become a sticking point with the government. And so my take on this from the vaccine passport thing is... Yeah. For everything else, 99% of the world, it's probably, now I may be wrong, I, I fully admit I'm wrong, it's probably not that big of a deal. Because if you haven't gotten back to not be able to, to not, like, not to walk into a football game, for example, uh-huh. okay, say I'm going to go to a concert, right? and they're not checking to see who's vaxxed. Yeah. If you're not vaxxed and you're walking into a place with 60,000 people not wearing masks, it's well, on that's on you. You get sick. 
I'm sorry, but the world's smallest violin, you know, yeah. for you, right? Darwin's, or is it, uh, is it Darwin? Darwinism. Darwin. Yeah, that's Darwinism. If you yeah. go to a nightclub in, in Orlando and you don't wear a mask and, and you you're not COVID. vaxxed and you get COVID and you're in the hospital two weeks later, womp, 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 womp. I mean, oh that's how I feel, okay? <laughs> but. I feel like we're going to like be losing a lot of No, 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 no. I mean, this is how, but the, but the cruises though, that's like a self-contained environment you're like you're in like a tuna can (laughs) you bring covid onto a cruise ship and say there's 10 percent of the people aren't vaccinated and that's i mean you said right now 60 percent of the people are yeah i feel like 10 percent's low but still high enough that maybe you get an outbreak on a ship and now everybody's good time is ruined so that's the place where i feel like yeah and like it's there needs to be some some discussion there like if there's an outbreak like didn't there was an outbreak last year and like the the cruises couldn't even return to port, right? Wasn't that how it worked or uh, something? Or? Diamond Princess, before this all happened, like six people died on one ship. Yeah. Um, so. So, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, uh, like you said, it's a sticky wicket. That's that, the one that I feel like you got to have some kind of, you uh, you got to prove it because it's international travel. Yeah. Well, I guess I just don't completely understand what the difference is between like, our kids have to show their vaccina- vaccination records at school for yeah. public school, right? I have to take, I have to show my the the the, the groomer. groomer that I, my dog is vaccinated before I take him to the the you know the to get groomed, right? And you're gonna put twenty you know three thousand people on a on a ship together and not Require. ask that people are vaccinated. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because you don't it have seems the seems like a, a definite a definite health hazard, <laughs> and you don't have the right. People are like, "Well, it's my freedom to not be vaccinated," but no one you don't have the right to go on a ship either. I mean, yeah, you yeah, it's you your freedom to be vaccinated, but you also you might to have that freedom, you might forfeit your right, right. to right, right to be on a cruise. There's no right to go on a cruise, <laughs> right? So <laughs> you don't have to get vaccinated, but it just means you don't have to go on a cruise too. But, right, you know. But November 1, we'll see what happens there. There's a lot of money at stake in the cruise industry. So um, that brings in a, that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of people traveling to Florida, staying in hotels, eating you, in restaurants while they're here. What before you're the night. referring to is that, was it Norwegian? Norwegian announced something like. Norwegian said that they may. They um, may skip Florida ports. Right. Because uh, we're the we're not allowed to to ask for proof of vaccination. Yeah, and if, if you like get a, an outbreak on a ship, well then they're going to be sort of liable for that. Right. So, so if the I don't blame them. If the cru- if the cruise industry what was that? I'd I'd actually <laughs> What? It was like a bug on me. It was a piece of mulch. Are you sure? It was in your hair this mulch? entire time. Shut up. Yeah. You're full of it. You had a piece of mulch or a leaf in your hair this whole time. You're lying. No, I'm serious. Are you serious? I just didn't want to like you know, break your mo- had, break your mojo. I had a piece of mulch in my hair. You had a leaf or something in your hair. What? It, I, it it distracted me for about thirty seconds earlier than I decided to just let it go. What? Yeah, it was right here. Oh my gosh! It wasn't a bug. I saw it and I, for a minute there. I considered looking at you and going like this and giving you like a hairbrush movement, but then I said, uh, "Well, you'll find it afterward." See, it? is that oh. it? This is great. This is great conversation. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so that's where we're at there. I don't know. I just feel like that's the one place where it's international travel. We've always... Yeah. Countries 
they require you know you know to be updated on all your other vaccinations yeah. so yeah i mean you, i don't t- understand the difference like, i think like if you have to, if you go to india like you have to get certain like i know a lot my of mom, countries my mom went to india and she yeah. had to get shots that she ha- didn't necessarily right. already have you know and you're on a, a cruise ship is international travel it's no different than yeah. we've been doing before i don't get the whole i do not understand why there's a controversy there but maybe i'm just not smart enough <laughs> Which is definitely possible. Okay, so um, not to, uh, before we wrap this up, I want to talk about all... There's been a lot of delays of new stuff going on. We've talked about this in the past. There's been some stuff that was supposed to open last year. It didn't because they've been holding out on... Yeah, because everything's closed. Everything was closed. But also, they didn't want to open things up when there's like half capacity. They want to make it up. Right. They want to make, make a splash, be able to advertise around this stuff. So. Yeah. Here's what we got. What we got? The update for 2021. uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Mm -hmm. October 1 is when that's going to be opening up. That's the new uh, driverless track, I guess, trackless uh, vehicle ride over at Epcot. Kind of like Mickey and Minnie's uh, Runaway Railway. Right. But happening at Paris. Mm -hmm. I keep saying Paris. France, the France Pavilion. Yep. Well, there's the Eiffel Towers there, so it can be... You could think it's Paris. I always, I always call that one Paris, and I always call the UK one London, even though it's not. Mm. That's just the city that always pops up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. This is the Star Wars themed hotel. Okay. That's going to be just like obscenely expensive. Yep. Um, this was supposed to open this year. It's been pushed back to 2022. Mm-hmm. And this is like an all-inclusive resort with a Star Wars theme. Yes, and you get to dress up. You and... get they put they, they give you a Star Wars name. They give you a Star Wars costume to wear. Yep. You're like it's like a cruise ship, but on yep. on land in a hotel and all-inclusive. They speculate it's going to be a, roughly a thousand dollars per person per night. So, yep, that's crazy. Um, Outside of our price tag, but Disney. Hey, we're here. Us, yeah. <laughs> we're here if you want to invite us. <laughs> they never comp anybody that kind of stuff. Uh, the new two, the two new roller coasters, uh, Bush Gardens, Iron Gwazi, and SeaWorld's Icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Neither of these have a firm date yet, except if you go to their website, it just says opening 2021. So okay. we don't know soon. Sometime in the next six months. The Icebreaker, though, has has there have been live human test subjects seen on it, though. So there have been human, <laughs> human test subjects. That's the new roller coaster at SeaWorld. There has been human beings riding on it. They've been. That's cool. Uh Jurassic World Velocicoaster. Mm-hmm. This is the one that I'm most uh, pumped for. Uh, June, uh, the Iron Gwazi, uh, uh, it looks great too. I can see it. When you drive by the interstate, you can see it. It's yeah. huge. It's totally changed the skyline of Bush Gardens. And Jurassic uh, World Velocicoaster opens June of 2021, so at least the next oh. couple of weeks. Wow, that's exciting. That thing looks amazing. Uh, I've seen some of the video of just like this incredibly cool dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, animatronics on that thing. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Legoland is adding a couple of new things. Mm-hmm. They've got a new 4D movie called Mythica. Mythica 4D movie. Okay. Uh, Lego Mythica. Journey to Mythica will debut May 27th in the park's Legoland oh, Funtown so Theater. So next week. Yeah, very soon. Uh, the movie centers on a character called Bob's. An alicorn. I don't know what an alicorn is. Some kind um, of a unicorn. You know what an alicorn is? Yeah. I feel like I do know what that is, but I don't, I can't think. It's something like a unicorn, I think. I got that by the icorn part. An alicorn versus a unicorn. A uni means one. It's a mythological, oh, it's a mixture of a pegasus and a unicorn, a winged horse with a single horn on its head. So a pegasus is a flying horse. Right. A unicorn is a horse with a horn on its head. 
an alicorn is a flying horse with a horn on its head. Okay, so it's kind of like a liger. They just take both yeah. of the coolest things and mix them into one. Exactly. Uh, so Bob the alicorn will be going on an adventure through enchanted forests, hidden caves, and across raging seas. So that's the new... 4D movie at Legoland, and they've added an AR scavenger hunt. So, oh, that's fun. When you uh, come uh, to Legoland now, you can download their app and you can play like a Pokemon type. That's cool. AR scavenger hunt around the like Pokemon Go around the park. Now, this is actually one of my favorite. This is a silly little thing, but I love this. Uh, Miniland. This is the area where you know all the big Lego cities are. Yep. It's currently closed because it's like, how do they close that area? It's a huge area. They're adding shade structures around. Oh, good, because that's like yeah. the surface of the sun right that there. That is the hottest, one of the top 10 hottest places I've ever been, <laughs> is standing right there looking at that giant San Francisco in Legos yeah, yeah. and thinking, hot. I need to get in that water park because, man, <laughs> is that place hot. Yeah, it, it's a lot of concrete. and It's and right. It's just a big concrete no shade. area, no shade, flat, and yeah. just, wow, is that hot. So. Uh, I'm I'm almost as excited about that as I am (laughs) for Velocicoaster. That's funny. Because I love that stuff. The Miniland is great. It is very cool. And finally, they're putting some shady structures up there. Yeah, that's very cool. uh, That's all I got for the 2021 sort of... I think that's plenty. Mid-year housekeeping. That's awesome. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good latter half of the year. I think it's going to be a great latter half of the year because finally it's just... Yeah, things are happening. We've been going through a lot in the last year things and a half. Things are happening. Which of these are you the most uh, stoked for? Do you, do you for this year? Not Galactic Star Cruiser because that's not opening yet. Um, for another year, I would Plus, say. Plus, uh, let's be honest, we'll never go on that thing for a thousand bucks a person. Right. Um, I would say probably Velocicoaster sounds pretty exciting. Um, I, I think that would be really cool. I, I'm also excited about Remy's. Um, Ratatouille ride because I I do like those kind of um, like um, autonomous vehicle rides yeah and um, Galaxy's Edge or what's it called um, well Galaxy's Edge and uh, Mickey's Runaway not Railway. Galaxy's Edge but what's the name of the ride oh the um, um, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy's Edge is the show Galaxy's is the, Edge is the area, is the area. Um, it starts with an S. I can't think of it right now. Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. It We've only talked a, about it a hundred times on this show and how R, great it is. And we an can't. R, not an S. But it has an S in it. See Rise, what Lockdown has done to your brain. Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, forgot about all the cool stuff you used to do. No, it's the kids. I'm telling you. It's the it's having kids. Um, no, but Rise of the Resistance is just so next level. That And I, I really liked Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railway as well. Um it wasn't a Rise of the Resistance, but I it was, liked it a lot. I, mean, it was, I love Rise of the Resistance, obviously, but yeah. Mickey's Minis, I, you know what? You guys went on it and said it was all right. And then we, I went on it and I was like, all right, this thing is freaking great. Like it was, I thought it was. It was good. It, it's very good. It's just like Rise of the Resistance for me is so next level that it, it's not fair to Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway that i'm comparing the two no but i love like but the it's, it's sensory assault it's that a you great get ride on it mickey is. Minis. and it's done really well yeah it's a great ride there's just so much um, just colors and just stuff just and i have a feeling remy is going to be very similar in the sense that like you're going to feel small everything's going to be big it's going to be kind of like a sensory overload kind of situation you i know? believe there's going to be some real fire effects on this one similar to how they do on spider-man mm-hmm. that's cool when the fireball hits the wall and it busts through. Yeah. I've been hearing there's some real fire effects on this. So yeah. it takes place in the kitchen. 
Yeah. It's like you are Remy. You're running around the kitchen and there's all these giants around you. Well, uh, let us know what your favorite, what you're most excited about too, guys, because we, um, we want to hear from you uh, and see what, what you think. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you guys for listening. If you liked our podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. An easy way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through on the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or you can click the link that says become a patron and drop a dollar in our Patreon tip jar. Patreon is a site where you can support small artists like us who are trying to create fun and interesting content with little or no budget. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. And don't forget to check out SunshineStateInsider.com and SunshineStateShirts.com for interesting articles and fun Florida apparel. We will see you guys next time.